welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. And today we are talking about people pleasing. Well, I think it'd be very nice if everybody was very happy with me and everyone was pleased with me. But um, I guess it, it is a problem often in our lives that maybe we don't see on the surface, but when we pull back the curtains a little bit, let the Lord shine his light, there can be a deeper uh, issue going on, which is causing us to maybe tiptoe around people, maybe keep people happy, keep people on side, and yeah. it's driving us at a deeper level. So I think it'd be really good to to just unpack it a little bit, really. Absolutely. And, and to look at what is the balance of that, because there is a balance to it, isn't there? You know, there is. I don't want anyone, we don't want people to listen to this podcast and then become really obnoxious, opinionated Horrible people. Yeah. Because um, obviously the, the Bible's full of how we've got to die to self and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, all really, really important stuff. And um, when I th- if I think for myself, I think that people pleasing for a long time probably wasn't something that I saw because I just thought that I was... Being a good Christian. Being nice. <laughs> I think that's part of the big problem with this is that we do, it looks exactly the same. Do you know what I mean? So for example, let's say, let's say we've got a friend who is arriving at Manchester airport at three o'clock in the morning, right? I mean, an ungodly hour that nobody wants to be out of bed for. And they've asked, will you please come and pick me up from the airport because I can't afford a taxi, blah, blah, blah. So we could go and pick them up because we really just want to bless them. Or we could go and pick them up because we're afraid of saying no. And if we don't say yes, they'll reject us and get angry with us. us. They won't like us. So the two actions look exactly the same. And that can outwork in anything, can't it? Yeah, I mean, that's an example of the airport, but it could be absolutely anything. And it can be really subtle, little relationship things. You know, I've got to, I've got to nod and I've got to agree with what somebody's saying. Otherwise I could be in the bad books. Yes. So we'll, we'll look at, we'll look at some of the motivations of what really drives it. I think that's really the key, isn't it? Yeah. But before we get to that, maybe we could just unpack a little bit more about what people pleasing looks like and yeah. how that outworks. So I was thinking about the fact that sometimes it means I just always back down. In an argument. If there's any, well, maybe not with you, but you know. <laughs> I, that, I haven't seen that. <laughs> but that could be one of the things that shows us that we are kind of, there's, there's a fear somewhere. There's a people pleasing thing because I just back down. I never really push my thought or my opinion. Yeah. Always, always agreeing. Always, you know, just feeling like I haven't got a voice. I haven't, uh, you know, I, I don't, don't have an opinion or I can't have an opinion. I just agree with what other people are saying. And, and I think when you, if you do that for a long time and often we're doing these things for a long time in our lives, it becomes a habit and probably we don't even know really what our opinion is. We've lost yeah. something exactly. of the ability to know what our own voices are, our own opinion. So we're agreeing with somebody else and we think we, but that's just because that's what we do. We agree. Yeah. And we've learned how to read it. Oftentimes, and we we can read what other people think in a particular environment. So we just kind of adapt what we say and mm-hmm. the nodding of our head and all that kind of stuff to kind of fit really with what's going on around us. But what about when we can't say no? That's another big area, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or tiptoeing around people. I was just thinking when you were saying all this, I was thinking, you know, if just in a very purely carnal way, but actually if I was married to you and you, you were... The if opposite, you were married to me. Well, <laughs> If you were like this, you know, if you always backed down in an argument, right. if you always agreed with me, yep. 
if you always um, just sort of... Did whatever you wanted. Did whatever I wanted. And yeah. I said, just thinking it out should be quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose that's the problem, isn't it? Like yeah. pe- the other side of it is people like people pleasers. Oh, like yeah. We probably, in a carnal way, you quite like it when people agree with you. Well, if they and, don't disagree with anything you say and they always oh, do what you want. People. They can read what you want, bring you toast when you're hungry and make a cup of tea when you... No, but it's a challenge, isn't it? Just as you yeah. were saying, I was thinking actually it is, a, it is a factor that we can really enjoy those sort of people. And almost encourage it. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. And what, what do you mean you've got an opinion? And what do you mean you don't agree with me? And what do you mean you're saying no? Yeah. So it is a part, so I guess we're looking at it with all these different things. Am I people pleasing? But also, do I look for this in other people? And, and I, guess, I guess at the bottom end of the day, it comes down to letting people be who they are. Well, I think that's the issue because with people pleasing, effectively what you do, the outworking of it is that you lose something of yourself, don't you? You lose that sense of being able to express who you are or express your views or your opinion or even being able to express, actually, I'm really, really tired and I know I need to rest, but I'm going to do this for you anyway. (laughs) So I'm pushing beyond my natural. So there's something of me that's been lost and that can't be, that can't be a good thing. God didn't make us as robots. No. I, well, and as much as I'm joking, saying it'd be really nice if you were like that. Actually, I would, I would hate it because you're not authentic. Yeah. You're not now being Andy. You're yeah. being what you think I want you to be. And, and maybe if we've been really truthful in those carnal moments, it is what I would like you to be. But it isn't who God made you and it isn't what authentic relationship no. looks like. And I do wonder how much we do that with God as well, how much we sort of think that we have to hold back our anger or our things that aren't what we would see the truth pleasing of what's going to, on the yeah. truth and we come to him with this sort of nicely packaged god pleasing yeah calf or andy or whatever and and it isn't authentic and this is the bottom line of what we always find in healing and in uh, walking further with the lord walking deeper with him is he wants truth. He wants us to be real with him. That's exactly right. I think it's probably a good idea to just take a little bit of time, look at some of the reasons why. Like why, what is it that drives us? I think that's quite a good word, isn't it? That driving force. Like the fuel. The fuel yeah. that drives us that direction. Like what are the things? And, and as we were talking about it earlier, we, we put it into two kind of main categories, didn't we? Mm. I mean, it's not a definitive list by any stretch, but the first one we thought about was was basically fear. Yeah. So it's fear that's driving us. Fear of criticism, disapproval. Being rejected, being not rejected. being liked. I, mean, yeah. I think sometimes it just comes down to that fundamental, almost back at school feeling like I want to be liked. I want yeah. people to like me. Yeah. It's, uh, and it, that is something that God must have put into our hearts that is about relationship. Um, but it can be a driving force, a fear of not being liked, fear yeah. of not being popular. I think another big fear is the fear of conflict. Yeah. So maybe we've had experiences before where people have, you know, we've not said the right thing or done the right thing and there's been a, you know, some great explosion. And mm. so there's a fear that gripped our heart in that that said, woof, don't like that. <laughs> I'm never going to let that happen again. So we've become very, very good at kind of reading a situation and almost like kind of bomb disposal experts that can diffuse situations. We can read, we can see it starting to rise up. And so we preempt it and we can diffuse those. And we all, we kind of end up with a a false sense of responsibility that we have to fix 
any kind of contentious issues, we we can diffuse it. And 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 again, we could sort of describe that as well. We're being good Christian peacemakers, but the thing is, it's driven by fear. So then it's and that's the bottom line, isn't it? That's what we've got to keep coming back to. What is this driven by? Yeah. Because later we'll look at when it's driven by the Holy Spirit, it has different fruits. Yeah. But when it's driven by fear, there's a there's a raciness, isn't there? Yeah. There's a kind of like a panic inside. A panic, a sort of, oh, I've got to fix this, I've got to sort this out, you know, I've got to avoid. I think often the fear is avoiding the the like you say, the conflict or the anger or the disapproval, you know, that look that people get. Yeah. That if you don't agree with them, they look offended and annoyed. And yeah. and if you haven't got that security on the inside that says, it's okay. They're not God. They're not the king of everything. It's, I'm allowed my voice. I'm allowed my opinion. It can wobble you. So yeah, I think fear is a big thing. And I think it can cause us to tiptoe around. I don't think it's always pe- around people who are very volatile. Um, I think it can be around people who can use their anger in a very silent way. I mean, we all know, don't we, what it's like to be around someone with a silent treatment and yeah. you just know you're in the bad books. It's a powerful weapon for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other area we've talked about was lack. So I'm, I've missed something and I'm trying to fill a void through people pleasing. So it might be that, you know, I, I just inside just, I'm desperately looking to feel some sense of value and worth. So by keeping everybody happy, by, showering gifts on people and doing things for them and serving and serving and serving. Typically, when we do that with people, they express thanks and gratitude and, wow, you're amazing. Aren't you wonderful? Thank you so much. What would I do without you? And it kind of, it's a temporary feed, but it is a feed to a place of lack. Absolutely. And I think it's just understanding that none of these things are, they're not shameful. Right. You know, the enemy will come and accuse us and all the rest of it. And we'll feel like, oh, I don't want to be that person. But it's all right to have this stuff because it's they're, they're long established habits. And and like we said at the beginning, this is something that you've probably got to pull back the curtains a little bit and really look at to see if it is a problem in your life. Because it's probably something that we've been doing for a long, long time. But the good news is that it is something God can change. And I know, I, I honestly yeah. do know that he's done a work in my own life of showing me some of these things and showing me some of these habits and changing them yeah. and showing me I do have a voice and I can stand up and I, and I can be me because it is getting back to being free to be us, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think the, the comfort for us is knowing that we haven't got to try and work it out or fix it on our own. We can really rely on the Holy Spirit That's it. to bring that revelation of truth to show us. We can ask the question, Lord, what is really going on here with me? And then we can we can expect and rely on him to actually maybe highlight things in the past that did shape us to be that way. Maybe maybe there were traumas we went through that were really difficult. And yeah, taught us never to share what we really think because oh, you get Shared my opinion happens. before and I got absolutely mm. roasted for it. So I just learned I'll just keep my mouth shut or I'll just agree with everybody else in the room. So I guess it's coming back to looking at what are the roots of it. Um, you know, the, the fruits are that we uh, maybe people pleasing we've got this drive inside to keep people happy keep keeping the good books but what is going on at that deeper level what's been rooted into our lives and just letting the lord really show us and i and i think we've just got to get down to the practical we can't fix it you can't just decide right today i'm not going to be a people pleaser because we'll probably go the other extreme you know so yeah. i think it's looking at asking ourselves challenging questions like is there someone 
in my life that I find it really hard to say no to. Yeah. And then add on the end of that. Why? why? Yeah. Why? And it probably, lots of people wouldn't be keep ev- try and keep everybody in their lives happy, but there'll be certain people and it might not even be anything about them, yeah. but it's maybe about who they remind us of. Or again, it's just that habit we've got into people in authority. I behave like this. Yeah. Or, you know, if I am asked to do something, this is what my habitual behavior is. Yeah. I have to say yes. I have to agree or I don't know. Another question we could ask would be, was I silent when I should have spoken up? Yeah. Is there something recently yeah. where I know I had a different opinion, but I didn't say? Yeah. And why was that? And I was scared to say. Yeah. Scared of what though? Is it scared of being rejected? Scared of being criticised, made fun of? Yeah. People thinking bad. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. But there's such good questions to ask, not to get all introspective and now suddenly everything's about what I think and... It's not about that, but it's, it's, you know, in all these things with healing, I think we do need to look at what's happened before that shaped who we are today, not to just dwell in that place, but to bring that to the Lord, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where, it, that's where healing becomes fruitful rather than just being a treadmill where I'm always going over and over and over the same things. But I need to look at what's happened that's made me who I am today so that I can actually really bring that to the Lord. So, Well, it's freedom, isn't it? Yeah. I was listening to a song this morning and it was just saying about um, in, the, in, the pre- in your presence there's freedom. And I thought, wow, that really sums up what God won on the cross for us, that we would have that sense of freedom, like that free, yeah. I can f- be free to be me. And even if I get it wrong, even if my opinion isn't right, it's okay if I, I'm free. That's what Jesus won for us. Yeah. Right. I think we do need to look at the other side of all this because honestly, on one side, clearly God wants to help us so that if we are being driven by fear or lack or whatever to people pleasing for a wrong reason, it's trying to appease something that's going on the inside of us, then he wants to help us with that. But the other side of all this, of course, is that God does want us to kind of reflect his character, which is very giving, sacrificial, kind, loving, compassionate. And so he is calling us to lay our life down and to prefer die, others. Die to self, yeah. Die to self. So I've got a, a cracking scripture here from Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4, which really drive the point home in case anyone's wondering. It says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you not look only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So it's very much an outward look that, that is right for us as God's people that reflects his character. Yeah, and it can be hard, can't it, to work out what is going on in that moment. You know, now hopefully we're all a bit more aware, a bit more challenged um, that I could be doing it out of fear or I could be doing it out of earning something. I could be saying no to somebody or sharing my opinion, you know, standing up and all of that. But it's, it can be, you can get a little bit paranoid if you're not careful, just trying, well, am I doing this out of, out of fear? Am I doing this out of lack? Am I doing this? Because it is just God's work of his spirit in my life. And that's what I want. And, you know, where is the balance and what does it mean to die to self? Because that means self, that is self-denial, isn't it? It is doing things that you don't want to do. Um, out of love. And I think it can be just a little bit complicated sometimes to work it out. And I think it does come down to that trust. I think it's that walking forward of saying, Lord, I'm, I'm trusting you. You know what's going on. Yeah. And Lord, I'm, I'm making this decision today. I'm, help me to just be free to be me. 
but I guess in that to reflect the character of Jesus, you know, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So if we do say no to somebody, yes, we do it with kindness. And if we yeah. do share our opinion, which is different from somebody else, we do it with yeah. compassion and sensitivity and, you know, all of those kind of things, which are, which are right rather than, well, okay, Andy and Kath said I can just express myself how I want. And so here it comes, folks. And Like it know. or not, yeah. Ugly. And, yeah, uh, we want it to obnoxious. really reflect, you know, be be evident of the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our life. Yeah, and honouring people and yeah. and treating them with kindness. You know, it's right that we have our opinion and we have our voice, but, you know, not just steamrollering and just blasting our opinion out, you know, under your feet stink and you're eating too much cheese or I don't know. Like, we're not meant to be brutal, are we? We're meant to we're just... We're not supposed to be brutal. <laughs> But it's just, it, it's, it's, it's treating people like we would want to be treated. And people, exactly. I mean, I meet people all the time who say, well, I'm just a straight shooter and I just say it how it is. And, but actually, that isn't, that isn't showing God's, God's character. It is right. They've got it right in the sense that they're speaking truth. But we have to learn to speak truth in love. And I yeah. always say to you, Donna, you can tell me whatever you want, but just say it kindly. <laughs> Just say it nicely. And, and and we have to treat people like we would be want to be treated ourselves. And often those people who are the ones who are like, I'm just straight shooting and I just, I don't care what people think of me. Actually, they, they are the people with the thin skin that if you actually speak clearly right. and <laughs> brutally to them, they're, they're devastated. Yeah. So it's learning all these things, isn't it? And and maybe for some people listening to this, they the challenge for them today isn't so much how to stop being a people pleaser because they really don't care what people think. Um, but actually it is to care a little bit more yeah. what people think because that matters because it is a characteristic of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think that all of this that we're talking about really comes down to something that is massive, a massive challenge in our lives. And there was once um, a lady when we were, again, we were in America and um and she'd come over, she was one of our ministry team and I was having a bit of a mourn and a bit of a, I didn't realise it was, I was just pouring out my heart really of, of a struggle that I was having and, you know, but they think this and, uh, and um, this lady just turned around to me and she said, there is such a thing as the fear of God over the fear of man, Kath. And, and it was really, it was quite, it was quite straight talking. And I remember thinking, that's really mean and it's so, so unkind. And here's me just pouring out my heart to you. Why won't you just agree with me? I know. And tell me how awful they are. And, and now I'm a victim and they're so cruel and bad. And, um, and I remember being like, you know, for a bit, you're a bit like you're licking your wounds, aren't you? A bit like, oh, that's a bit hurtful. <laughs> being very misunderstood. And then you sort of, I don't know, something, the Lord sort of gets in through that. And started to really just, I, I, I realised it was right, actually, more than, and actually, do you know what, more than anything else, it stayed with me yeah. my whole life and since then. And and I think it is something that we can slip into, a fear of man. Actually, there is a rightful fear of God and he has to be the one that is our f- main focus yeah. for pleasing. So sometimes standing up and using our voice or pushing back is because that's the right way, God's way. Yeah. I think that, to be honest, this fear of man, I think that just about sums it up. It's such a powerful, powerful force where we're, we're overly concerned about what other people think of us and how they're responding to us. 
that that becomes the driver for us. Like our our aim is to please them. It could it could be the idol, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. There's a there's a verse Proverbs twenty nine verse twenty five says the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. And it it's, I was reading that verse, I thought it's interesting, isn't it? That that it's a snare because with a snare there's often a bait, and in a sense the bait with the fear of the man of fear of man is. Well, they'll like me. I'll be popular. They're going to think well of me. I'll fit. Mm. You know, peace. People, I'm going to have peace. They won't throw me out. I'll be accepted. And and so that's the bait. But the Lord's saying, if you, actually, if you fear man over fearing me, then it then it is a snare. You're going to get trapped by that. You're going to get pulled down by that. Yeah. And this matters because of the days that we're living in. For and, sure. And the Bible's full of how we're not actually meant to be popular. We're not. We're not. We're meant to be aliens. This, you know, this popularity drive or having everybody feeling yeah. happy I mean, with us, that's the, not the goal. Absolutely. I mean, these days that we're living in right now are moving further and further away from, from the way that God would want us to live. Moral values and whole, whole societies are changing away from God's, uh, from God's truth. And um, 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 and 4 says, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. And uh, you could say really that these days are, are upon us. You know, if you, if you believe the Bible to be true, you're becoming increasingly unpopular. So if I have a fear of man... This is why it's important, right? Exactly. Because this it, is why it, why it matters, isn't it? Because yeah. if I have a fear of man in just everyday things, mm. then that will spill out into my walk with God and how I'm how I feel free to share what I believe to be true and yeah. my faith and to share the gospel and all these kind of things become huge. And this is why this is why healing is so important. This is why we're passionate about healing, not because it's something that's just only about me which is the kindness of God that he would restore our life. I mean, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing, but there's a much bigger picture that actually Jesus is preparing his bride. Yeah. I mean, he is on the throne. He is coming back and he's coming for a pure and spotless bride. And that pure and spotless bride needs courage and boldness Absolutely. to stand, you know, to say, actually, this is what we believe in kindness with the character of Jesus of course, not brutal and aggressive, but Judging strong. and all of that, yeah. Yes, yeah, strong because our fear of the Lord is greater than our fear of man. Yeah. Somehow we've got to come before him with this and say, mm. Lord, free us from this devastating fear that gets in the way of us truly serving you. Well, uh, this is, this is, I mean, this, this is why it sounds like, you know, looking at the subject of people pleasing is just like you say, it almost could be seen as something that's like, oh, well, that's going to improve my life and I'm going to be a lot more confident, but that's not, that's not why it matters no. is because of this bigger, bigger issue. And I just think that the Lord really, uh, when you said that about boldness and courage of just the Lord really wanting us to stand up and, and stand in his truth. And, uh, and we can only do that in our own lives, can't we? When, yeah. when there's solid foundations, there's something solid inside. And so that's why you know, fear, fear, uh, fear of this fear of keeping people happy, or this, and the insecure places inside, the insecure places in our foundations that God wants to restore and build up. Like it says in Isaiah sixty-one, He came to rebuild the ancient ruins. Yeah. 
And, right. and we maybe wouldn't have identified people pleasing as one of those things. Yeah. But that fear and that, that lack inside is an ancient ruin. I, I really love Psalm 1 where it says, All the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. It's interesting, isn't it, where it Mm. says, um, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. It's part of that human temptation, isn't it? You know, like, let's have a gossip about so-and-so or let's pull this apart and we stand there and you've got that, that conflict inside where you think I shouldn't be agreeing with this. I should, I should say something yeah. to weave in the benefit of the doubt or to, to defend the person or to speak something of truth. And we, we, that fear, you yeah. know, we think back at being at school, I don't know what boys were like, but girls, you know, have a good old gossip about somebody and, you know, you have that, that, that witness in your spirit, like, no, I should be saying something in their defense, but we don't. And yet the Lord wants to strengthen. Yeah. We're, we're not that much different nowadays, are we? No, that's right. Even though we've grown up a lot. Yeah. The Lord wants to strengthen those inner places. Yeah. And our, our roots to go down deep. Yeah. They're lovely verses, aren't they? All right. So where do we go from here? Where are we going to go? I think we, we need to start, I guess, with honesty with ourselves of recognizing there's a problem that yeah. we need the Lord's help with. Um, Either side of that problem. It could be yeah. that we actually need to consider others more. Yeah. We've become so opinionated and strong in our own. And selfish. Maybe. Selfish, maybe. Yeah. Or the other side of it, that we, we're we driven by this people-pleasing. Yeah, we've got to be real and we've got to let tell the Lord about it, really, and, and know that he's not cross with us. He just wants to work in these things and he wants to help us. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. Yeah, I think it's good to to confess if it witnesses with us, you know, maybe I know I've known it in my own life many times and I'm sure many listening will, will relate to it too. That fear of man, just that over concern of what will they think if I say this or what will they think if I don't do that and asking the Lord to forgive us for that. I mean, confessing it before him and then really asking Lord, I really need you to give me strength. I mean, one of the things that encourages me is that God is the one who gets, it's not self-generated strength. It's, it comes from his spirit. So we can really boldly ask him for that. Lord, yeah. give us courage and strength. Well, I think we want him to be the goal, don't we? We want him to be that focus. Yeah. We're, we're often saying it in the podcast, but he's that focus that our hearts are set on. And it's just been real that sometimes that focus can be the approval of man or the yeah. <laughs> or man's, man's thoughts of us. Yeah. I, I, I honestly do think that asking a friend to help is a big part of it because we often can't see the wood from the trees and we don't realise what we're doing or how we're behaving or mm. we're, so, you know, our humanity is very complicated and we can easily justify ourselves. Oh, no, you were doing that because it was God's spirit, but really we know we're not. No. So I think we need a friend that we can say, look, this is a bit of a weakness in my life and... um you know, can I just be accountable to you? Yeah. And maybe if you if you have a, a problem saying no, you're going you're going to now ask the Lord to help you say no confidently um, to people. And and that, like we said at the beginning, people like people pleasers. Well, it might not go down well, might it? No. <laughs> you, you might have a people like, hang on. A you minute. might not have as peaceful and. Uh, what do you mean? No. Yeah. So. 
need somebody to help you with it really don't you? you need somebody to say it's okay that you said no it's so you know I said no in this situation and they're going off on one and they're, they're refusing to talk to me is that my problem is that their problem should I just have said yes should I have just done one they wanted yeah just having that person that you can sound it out on so yeah. good I think as well to really consider some of these things that maybe are deeper in our life traumas we've been through where where we were where, where we found it as a, maybe there was a bad reaction when we shared our thoughts and opinions or a bad reaction if we said no or we lived in conflict and to just maybe maybe even talk it out with the Lord or write it out or whatever, just to try and express that to him and ask him to bring his healing. Maybe there are people we need to forgive. Yeah. But in doing that, you know, it, it, just, it does release the power of God really to bring some, some healing into our life from some of those deeper, those deeper issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just knowing that it's going to be a journey forward. And, and I think that's right. And I think it's just asking the Lord to help us in the moment, in each day. And, and he, he does change those habits. So it's yeah. good news. Mm, Shall right. I pray? Yes. Yep. Lord, I want to thank you that you care about these things in our lives, which, which Lord, are the, the real driving forces on the inside. And Lord, for some people listening, there will be that driving force of fear and maybe for very deep, valid reasons. And that driving force of lack, of needing to just earn something of worth and value and to feel validated or to feel feel loved, feel special. And Lord, we just are asking, Lord, would you come into the very complexity of who we are and would you shine your light and would you show us, Lord, what are the driving forces deep inside? And maybe there are habits and behaviours that we've got into for a very, very long time in our lives. And we're asking you, to, Lord, to help us. We need the work of your Holy Spirit to change and transform us and to show us a new way forward. So, Father, we just say together, Lord, that we want to be a people who have that rightful fear of you, that rightful love and, and honouring of you, that you would be the focus of our hearts and our lives and our behaviour. So Lord, I just pray your blessing, your help, Lord, for each one of us as we journey forward in this, this walk together deeper with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thanks everyone for joining with us on this podcast and we look forward to being with you again soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>